Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Here's a good question. What's wrong with right now if we don't think about anything? Let me repeat it. What's wrong with right now if we're not thinking about anything? I think if we're honest, the honest answer we're going to get is nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong because it's our thoughts that create our suffering. We suffer because of the stories we, we create. When we learn not to create those stories, the suffering dissipates. And what we're left with is peace and happiness. I'm arguing that our natural state without thoughts, without our ego creating stories, is that of happiness and peace. We suffer not because we are suffering human beings. We suffer because of the stories we create about what's happening. When we're able to stop creating those stories, the suffering stops. And wouldn't that be grand? What a beautiful life we could live if we didn't create so many stories wishing things were different, wanting to change things. Now, this is easier said than done. I get that. So in this episode, we're going to explore how do we stop creating the stories and just be still and flow through life. It truly is a magical place that any of us can be at at any time, but it's a learned skill because unfortunately, after years of training, we condition ourselves to have this egoic commentary be going on all the time, constantly critiquing, desiring, fearing things in life, which causes us to suffer. When we can quiet that mind and just be, the suffering dissipates and we are left with our natural state, which is truly that of peace and happiness. Because again, what's wrong with right now if we don't think about anything? Nothing. So one of the ways I help people learn to do this is through meditation. Meditation, I think in its core form, is about quieting the mind and being present. When we learn to sit and be still in meditation, we're learning for that whether it's 15 minutes, a half an hour, or an hour, to quiet our minds and just be, be with our breath or whatever we're doing. Perhaps we're following a phrase or a mantra, but we learn to just be present with what is, and the stories are just ignored, not paid attention to, or quieted. So the first step we can take towards learning to just be and not having our mind be going all the time is really learning to practice meditation. There are so many ways to do this. I have a podcast on it called Meditation for Health Podcast. There's well over a hundred episodes teaching us how to meditate. If you're ever visiting California or live nearby, every Wednesday night at my Newport Beach office, I have a free meditation class that I'd love to have you attend and meet you. There's a lot of ways throughout the world that we can learn to meditate. It's a very old skill. It's an old tradition. And any of us can learn to meditate with time. We really can. So learn to meditate. Let's start with that. But what I've learned over the years is I've met a lot of people that get good at meditating, but the second they sit up and start living their lives, their mind chatter just kicks in full force. It's like, yeah, they can quiet their mind when they're sitting, but most of their day when they're not sitting is full of mind chatter. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to figure out ways to quiet that mind and realize that when our mind is still, throughout the day, we have a very good day. So here's another technique I like to teach. 
Let's think about an event right now where we know when this event happens, we get upset and we start having our minds going like crazy, creating stories, having commentary going on, really displeased or perhaps even excited about what's happening. I think one that gets many people is when they're driving and someone does something that's unfortunate or unkind or just rude. And because of their behavior, we create a lot of stories in our head about what happened and what we'd like to do to them or what we wish would, it hadn't happened. I mean, it's just endless the stories we can create. So here's what we do. Whatever that situation is, when it kicks in, we say, okay, I realize I'm creating a story here and it is causing me to suffer. Instead, I'm going to call up a friend and just have a really pleasant conversation with them or I'm going to turn on some music and just listen to that and enjoy that music or... Perhaps I'll sing in a song myself and just enjoy the enjoyment of singing in the present moment. So the key here is not to let the story keep going because that story is going to create suffering, but get back to what is. That person is gone. What is happening is we're driving. We can enjoy that. We can look around. We can listen to music. We can talk to a friend. There's many things we can do that are happening right now. That other event isn't happening right now. That person is gone. And what we tend to do, unfortunately, and why we suffer so much, we're just stuck in the past or wishing the future would be different or afraid of the future, but we're not in the here and now. So the stories we create keep us from our natural state of that of peace and happiness. When we get back to the present state, life goes well. And I know that there are tragedies that are pretty bad sometimes that happen, but again, most things that we have to deal with require not that much attention. We do need to deal with them, but once we deal with them, or if we don't have anything we can do about them right now, then we just live in the present. And in the present, there really isn't much we have to engage with. It's more of a spontaneous living, a free-flowing dance. It's flowing with life instead of engaging and conflicting with life. It's a beautiful existence that any of us could have but we have truly conditioned ourselves to fight life, to engage with life in a negative way, to critique life, to try to possess life, to be fearful, to have our desires filled, or being fearful of losing that which we do have, instead of just living. It's really a sad life that most of us live, and it exhausts us so much that we really do need to turn it off. But we turn it off through addictions, like coming home after a long day and having four or five glasses of wine, or turning on the TV and just zoning out for hours, or going to our doctor to get sleeping pills or anti-anxiety pills because we just can't handle life anymore. That's numbing. That is in no way fixing the problem. I mean, if I have a cut and I shoot Novocaine into it, it's not going to help it. I need to wash it out, clean it, and let it heal. Healing isn't by numbing. So we don't want to numb, but what we want to do is be still. Be present. And the way we do that is realize that when we're in our head, we're going to suffer, probably, and possibly a lot. But when we can get out of our head and live in the present moment, that what we find is life is gorgeous. Life is beautiful, even when it isn't going the way we think, because it's suffering, because we think it should go a certain way. Let me repeat that. We suffer because life, we think, should go a certain way. If we just flow with life, 
it doesn't matter. I mean, it just doesn't matter if we lose our homes or someone we love dies. We just flow with that. I mean, we grieve, but mostly we just flow with life. And we truly can have beautiful lives, but we do need to stop thinking about thinking all the time. <laughs> we just spend lots of time in our head. And if we can get out of our head and just acknowledge, okay, I'm in my head, I'm in my head. That's what meditation will show us, that wow, we are in our head a lot. I see that when I teach someone meditation. They always say, wow, I have a lot of thoughts. We can decondition ourselves to have so many thoughts. And when we really work towards that and say, okay, I'm going to just really try to live in the present without having that egoic commentary be going all day long. What we discover is there's a huge reward for that because we discover that our natural state without all those thoughts is peace, is truly happiness. Because, again, when we buy into the fact that our thoughts cause our suffering and then we create times where we're not having all those thoughts, we're going to be left with a whole heck of a lot of happiness and very little suffering. The suffering is going to be there, but we don't have to engage with it. Or we can shut it down from five hours to two hours to perhaps five minutes. I still have things happen to me. People cut me off. Events happen that I wished wouldn't go the way they were going. But I engage with them for about five minutes. And I say, okay, that's enough. Then I get back to living. Life is beautiful. It's gorgeous. But we have to be present. And when we're in our head, we're not. We're not present at all. But when we be still, we discover, wow, life is beautiful. And we can have that beautiful life when we commit towards living in the now with all, all the egoic commentary. When we hear it, we just shut it off. We shut it off by focusing on what is. Thoughts aren't about what is. Thoughts are about the past and the future. What is is right now. And right now is a very short amount of time that really doesn't have time for commentary. I mean, a ballerina in her most magnificent form can't think, I put my foot here. I put my foot there. I turn here. She just has to flow. It's the same with us. We just have to flow with life. Because at the core, at the deepest core, when we discover that when we live in that present moment, that life is beautiful, then we're going to be committed towards doing it more. Get pockets of time of being still and see if perhaps I'm correct. See if when the mind is still, that life is beautiful. And when we commit to something, when we truly commit to it, then we're going to move in the direction of making it have self-actualization. It's going to become something real. And this isn't something that we have to discover. This is far more about rediscovering who we really are. Unfortunately, we've forgotten through life, through our desires, through our fears. We've forgotten that natural, beautiful state that we are very capable of living. And the world doesn't reward it, so you can't look externally to find it. 
you have to look internally and say, okay, I'm going to really commit to not being in my head so much because we're in our head a lot. And then I'm going to commit to just being, flowing with life, without commentary, not trying to possess anything. It's like the most beautiful flower. Last weekend, if you've ever been to California, I went to Huntington Gardens and Libraries. And it's a beautiful place, but it's springtime here. And the flowers were just heavenly. I mean, truly heavenly. And um, I didn't try to possess them. I just enjoyed them for that moment. I may go back in a few weeks and they won't be there anymore. And that's okay. It's like, again, having a great meal. We don't need to possess it. We just need to enjoy it. I mean, can we take the sunset home with us? No. We can just enjoy it. Can we take the ocean waves home with us? No. We can just enjoy them. But the key is, there really is always something beautiful to be with. Even in the silence, just sitting and being still, what we'll discover is, our natural state is one of peace. That's why meditation is such a powerful technique that's been around for thousands of years. And people spend hours doing it every day sometimes. Because they're finding that when they're still, they're at peace. But in this podcast today, what I'm teaching is, we can be that way even when we're not meditating. Just by learning to be still. Because remember, at the core, what's wrong with right now if we're not thinking about anything? Nothing's wrong. And not only that, it's very peaceful, very beautiful. So let's go there. Let's spend time there and not be in that constant state of critiquing. We don't have to. It's just a learned skill that we're learning here how to undo. So thank you for joining me on this podcast on happiness. If you are enjoying these podcasts, I'd really love a review from you. Just go to happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. You'll see a testimonial button there. Click on it, and it will give you three options of where you can leave testimonies. That'd be wonderful. And until next time, accept what is, really love what is. You've seen it for yourself. Maybe you've even felt it as you walked into your company's office today. You can tell that your employees are gloomy, discontent, and just plain unhappy. And it's affecting your business. Sales are gradually slipping, expenses are rising, and profits are sliding away. As a result, your vision as CEO is undermined, your system is frustrated, and it's leaving your customers wondering what's going on. The worst part is the fun that you used to have running your company is rapidly fading. It makes sense, and it's not your fault. Dr. Robert Puff has seen the same cycle of negativity throughout his 30 years of psychology. He's tackled the true causes of unhappiness and has helped people improve their lives in important ways with simple solutions. And he's ready to bring those solutions to your company. 
Dr. Puff's custom workshops quickly target the root problems of your team's negativity, and his proven techniques create a catalyst for positive change in their attitudes. After attending one of Dr. Puff's workshops, people have said they feel a massive weight has been lifted from their shoulders. He presents a fascinating three-hour seminar to your employees that helps them find true happiness in life and at work. And he's willing to present it twice in one day to reach more of your people. And they're left with exercises they can do to keep their positive energy and happiness at full tilt. A happy company is a successful one. Contact Dr. Puff today to discuss your company, your challenges, and the solutions that can make the difference. 714-337-4889 or email drpuff at cox.net. That's 714-337-4889 or drpuff at cox.net.